1: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com/slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports
2: Radio. It's hour one on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. The Miami Heat—they won't go away. The Celtics—they did go away last night. Heat go up one-zero, and Jimmy Butler had thirty-five. We have a frost delay at the PGA Championship. Excuse me? Yes, frost. Normally you get sunshine, it's cloud, beautiful clouds and blue skies, and you got frost right now in upstate New York, but uh, they will get the uh, round in. It'll get uh, started a little bit later on, but a frost delay. They can't play right now in the frost. Uh, Lakers Nuggets game two coming up tonight, Panthers and the Hurricanes game one. Eight seven seven three d 3DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dp show. And, uh, this program brought to you by the great folks at Traeger. The flat rock, flat top grill is awesome. Make sure you go to Traeger.com. Make sure you use the promo code dp show at checkout for free shipping. That grill will change your life. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick show. Coming into last night's game, Eastern Conference Finals, the Heat weren't given much of a chance. In fact, ESPN analytics said the Miami Heat had a 3% chance of going back to the NBA Finals. I don't know what the analytics would say today with ESPN, maybe a little more than 3%. Miami came into the postseason as the eighth seed. Now, I know we get caught up in, they're an eighth seed. Well, they underachieved during the regular season to start with. So they're not truly an eighth seed. And I don't know if Miami truly cared about the regular season. They just want to get into the playoffs. And when they do, with that coach and that player, they usually do some damage. And Jimmy Butler, if we've learned anything, his four-year stretch in Miami, never count him out. You know, you go back to 2020, he willed the heat to the finals. Last night, he had his way with the Celtics. He had uh, 35, seven, and 6 steals. Six-time All-Star. He's going to be a future Hall of Famer. And when you think about those guys, when it gets to the postseason, he's almost a modern-day Reggie Miller from the standpoint of maybe regular season, you're not talking about him good, maybe sometimes very good. But postseason, that's when you make a name for yourself. And Jimmy Butler has done that. Here's Boston coming in, all this momentum, Jason Tatum, incredible performance, 51 points, game seven. And then all of a sudden, doesn't take a shot in the fourth quarter. Takes five shots total in the second half. How's that happen? You're at home. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, sixth man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon. Firepower. They've got it all. But they can't win at home. They're 500 at home in the playoffs. So Boston is still a better team than Miami. The best team doesn't always win. And that was certainly the case last night. Poll question today. What do we have? Well, the TO Double D sent in a few. That, okay. Uh,
0: I always like when Todd.
2: Uh, round one is underway at the PGA Championship. It's 43 degrees at Oak Hill. Awesome prayers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> You've g- got guys out there look like they're, you know, getting ready to go skiing or, you know, snowboarding. But, uh,. They'll, uh, they'll get it in, and uh, the weather will be a lot better later in the week. Yes, Paul?
3: We did a little uh, open, our morning meeting was about the frost and the golfers at the PGA. Someone sent in a note that maybe they're protecting the conditions of the course, the grass itself, because if there's frost on the grass, the grass could be damaged if you walk on it or play on it. Yeah. Is that possible? Yeah, right. sure.
2: Yeah, whatever they say. I used to be on the grounds crew at the Jack Nicklaus golf course. Seriously? Yes, I did. And uh, that was uh, Kings Island, Ohio.
3: Did you ever meet Mr. Nicholas? Yes, I
2: did. When you were a youngster? Yes, I did. He doesn't remember me because I was on a riding mower, and uh, I had to turn off the engine because he was walking around the golf course and he couldn't hear. Uh, So I had to turn off, and I mowed the greens.
3: That must have been pretty nutty, though. I mean, he's as famous as it gets, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I still had a job to
2: do, Paul. You're focused on your. Yes, mind. I was. I was mowing the greens yep. as only I could. Yes, oh. Todd.
4: Did you approach him, say hi to him, or you were instructed no. not to no. talk to these? No. people? No, I had a job to do, Todd. Park the car for a second and get on. Go, hey, Mister Nicholas, just wanted to say hi. It's
2: it's a it's a riding mower. It's not a car. All right,
4: you're a mower, but uh, I could see you not being shy as a kid about no. going up to people. No,
2: it's I had a job to do, Todd. It's called being a professional. Right. You should try it. Yeah. Yeah. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show Poll questions from Todd.
4: I thought the Celtics would win this series, and now I still do. I think the Heat advanced to the finals. All right. Tonight, the Lakers will have made the necessary adjustments to even the series. Head back to L.A. down 2-0. All right. Did you know the Wanamaker Trophy was awarded to the PGA Championship winner? Of course I did. I had no idea.
2: I think the Lakers would be down
0: 0-2.
4: Head back to Lakers down. I wonder if I wrote down 2 yeah. Head back to Lakers, to Los Angeles down 2 0. 0 2.
0: I love the first option on that. It's very Todd Fritz. Oh, definitely. We'll have made the necessary adjustments. Tonight, yeah. <laughs> <So now>, the
4: <laughs> Lakers the will have made the necessary adjustments to even the series. Head back to Los Angeles down 0 <laughs> 2.
3: Thank you, John. You're welcome. I don't know if you mean that. Thank you.
4: Oh,
2: yeah, I do. Every time I say thank Every you, Todd. Every Every single time I say thank you to Todd, I mean it. Thank you, Todd. Was the Wanamaker Trophy made by the same people who made the Heisman Trophy? Can we check that? For some reason, in the deep recesses of this mind, the people who made the Wanamaker Trophy, did they make the Heisman Trophy? That's two good ones right there. Well, if it's true, if it's, <laughs> if it's not, then... It's still two good trophies. Yeah, man. it is, yes. For some reason, I thought that. It's like, didn't Tiffany come up with the design for the New York Yankees NY? Really? Does that sound
4: right? The singer? No. No. <laughs> I know what you Will mean. you stomp? Oh, boy. I think we're alone no, now. No, no, so no, no, no we're,
2: no, we're seven minutes <laughs> in today.
0: You're alone now. <laughs> that
4: would be so strange if Tiffany came up with that.
0: I fully support the energy Todd's putting out right now. <laughs> no, I just want you to know. You. No, I'm, I'm so behind you. this. See, now I have to land the planes. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem.
3: <laughs> yes, Paulie. Designed by Deages and Clust. Oh my gosh. D-I-E-G-E-S, Deages and Clust in New York City. The Rodman Wanamaker Trophy was intended to be unique by its namesake standards. The company would add to its luster by creating the Heisman Trophy in 1934.
0: Bloop, 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 bloop.
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. And then Tiffany with the Yankees logo, Seaton. I can confirm. Oh, that is That is 100%. You are spot on. I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm going to take the rest of the day off.
0: Louis on. B. Tiffany. Okay. Louis, Louis B. Louis B. Yeah. yeah. Louis. All right, my guy. Hey,
2: Louis B. Louis B. Louis B. Oh, yeah. yeah. Louis, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> no. We ain't got to no. go now. Yes, you do. Get out I of should here. Now. I really Get should out of here. All right.
4: Making <laughs> logos just as fast as we can. Any
2: other... Any...
4: <laughs> sorry, that. I'm sorry. I apologize.
3: Uh, Diego's and Clust also made baseball's MVP awards. Mm. Lou Gehrig's uh, farewell plaque at Yankee Stadium. Mm. The Heisman Trophy. Mm. Wow. Okay.
0: They really had a cornered the market. Kid, they did. They, really, they were running things. Yes, yes they did. And that yeah. cluster
3: screwed everything up for everybody, yeah. though.
0: Uh, so what's the poll question we're going to go with? Uh, well, Paul, just sent in one. He's still in the league, question mark? Exclamation point, exclamation point. Yeah, yeah. Your options here from Paul are Kyle Lowry, uh, Kevin Love, and Udonis Haslam. You know, Kevin Love <laughs> is funny because he's sitting on the bench totally gray now. I know. I know. <laughs> he looks like he's like an Uncle Drew character. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy that you go,
2: I'll take the old man over there. Yeah. Uh, he's only 35. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I'll still take him. Yeah, Paul.
3: When he checks in the game, he rips off a pair of corduroys. Yeah.
0: He's got cut-off cords on. <laughs> and new balance. Low cut. Like, hold on. Give me about 45 minutes to stretch here, and then I'll be uh, ready.
5: Yeah!
0: yeah. <laughs> Udonis Haslam is, is still, that's one of the more
2: amazing jobs. That It's almost like... When the grown-ups are out of the room, he's still the grown-up. He's the hall monitor there for the team. He's a player's coach or coach's player or something like that. Yes. Yes, Mark.
4: He's definitely in the coaches' meetings also.
2: Yeah. 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 you got to be careful when you know who is around, you know, when the players oh, yeah. are talking. Yeah, And, man, I can't believe that Spolster. Oh, hey, Udonis. Hey, guys, what are you talking about? Yes,
3: Todd.
4: Can you be a team ambassador and on the roster at the same time? I'm fascinated by that.
3: Well, he is. Yeah, Udonis Haslam has been with the Heat since 03, but he hasn't been really an active player where he plays in the rotation since 2015 and 16. He's basically been on the roster the past seven years in a practice assistant coach role. Mm. That's not a stat
2: of the day. (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know what a stat of the day could be? I got the over-unders for tonight. The Lakers are getting five and a half against the Nuggets. Do you want to do the over-under game? Seton killed it yesterday. Seton was the Joker. You were a triple-double Hit. yesterday. Okay, over-under Joker tonight, according to DraftKings. Points. Seton? Uh,
0: 29 and a half. Marv? 27 and a half. Paulie? 30 and a half. Todd? 31 and a half. 28 and a
2: half. Well, overrated. overrated. Oh, over. <laughs> LeBron James over under tonight. Marvin. 26 and a half. Paulie. 23 and a half. Seton.
6: 25 and a half. Blue, blue, blue. Yeah. For you.
0: Let's go.
2: Over under Anthony Davis tonight. Todd.
3: 23 and a half. Seton. 27 and a half. Marv. 22 and a half. Paulie. Correction night. I'm going to go with 25 and a half. 24 and a half.
4: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: That is your over-under game. (laughs) Brought to you by DraftKings. But the Lakers getting five and a half against the Nuggets. We'll get to phone calls coming up. We'll get our poll question. We got a play of the day. Stat of the day is always coming up. And the PGA Championship is underway with temperatures under 50 degrees. (laughs) Thoughts and prayers. I played in those kind of conditions before. Does it
3: hurt your hands? Yes.
2: Yes. Absolutely. You know when you play baseball and it's a little cold and you have a foul ball and it's like your hands vibrate? Yeah, it can be uh, uncomfortable playing in conditions like that.
3: Hard to tie, put a white belt on when you're that cold. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel for them. Okay. All right. All right. Uh,
0: what, Todd?
4: The weather issues are par for the course, though. you got to just do oh, it. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't
0: know. Mm. yeah. You're more creative than that. Is he? Infinitely. Is he? Yes. Yes, I believe in you, Todd. Mm-hmm. I found
4: out, by the way, what kind of shoe Udonis Haslam wears when he does get a chance to play. Oh, no. He wears the Odins. Because he looks old like Greg Odin. Am I trying too hard now? No. Maybe not enough. Don, the Odins!
3: <laughs> yeah. Hello, no, Don. No, Greg no. Odin's shoe. <laughs> no. Don't pin
2: this on Ryan. Haslem wears the Odins. <laughs> no, don't pin this on Ryan in Honolulu.
4: Watch what's a man from Todd, Odin.
2: Todd. <laughs> Why don't you get up okay. and why don't you go outside?
4: I should. I should cool off a little bit.
2: And why don't you get some fresh air, yeah. some sunshine, and start thinking about what you want to do with think, your career? I think I'm going to do that. Okay. Stop. Better yet, if you're watching on Whoa. Peacock, and why why not download the app? You can watch for free. Yeah, you get
0: the you yeah, get, that. You get the that curtain. Coming.
2: You get the curtain. You get the curtain. The cone of silence has been placed over Fritzy. This is when he starts to panic. Hey, come on. Come on. Getting claustrophobic in here.
4: Not in here. Let's, let's make fun of an anxiety
1: disorder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk. I'm not supposed to talk
4: in here.
2: Are you diagnosed <laughs> as having an anxiety condition? Self-diagnosed. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think your mom did that your entire childhood where she was uh, the one that was diagnosing everything that was wrong with you.
4: You're a very nervous boy. It's just a spelling test.
2: <laughs> there. You good? Yeah. That's much better. What's wrong with your microphone?
3: Testing, testing. I think oh. we're good. Oh, it was better 30 seconds. <laughs>
4: oh, yeah.
2: uh, Jason Jackson, who is the play-by-play voice for the Miami Heat, will join us coming up. What is it about this roster? Because you look at that roster and you go, how are they doing it? Uh, but they did it. And, uh, you know, you got to uh, give credit. Uh, also, a whole lot of blame to the Celtics because I'm watching going, Jason Tatum, how's this possible? The fourth quarter didn't take a shot couple of turnovers there. God, they just drive you crazy with their inconsistency. Best team in the best team in the playoffs in my opinion. But that doesn't mean they'll even make it to the uh,
0: NBA finals. Yes, Eden. but I mean what this 8 seed is doing is truly historic. I know. I, know. I mean, this is an 8 seed we're talking about. I know. That's driving me crazy. I know.
2: We're making it seem like this is, you know, Baltimore County you know, upsetting, you know,
0: 16 seed winning. Yeah, like LIU all of a sudden is beating the Lakers. or something. you're like, well, it's, the, it's the Miami Heat. They chose to be practically in the eighth seed rather yeah. than. Yeah, they
2: underachieved. But, you know, don't let that get in the way of a good story. This is what we do in the media. An eight
0: seed knocked off a one. Unbelievable. An eight seed? Are you kidding me?
2: <laughs> yes,
3: Pauling. The 10th seed in the West and the fourth seed in the West was a two-game difference. Two wins or three wins would have put you from the 10th seed to the 4th seed. doesn't matter.
2: Uh, Let's take a break. We'll uh, come back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. You've heard Howard Mackler of Innovation Refunds talk about GetRefunds.com and how many small businesses they've helped out with the ERC tax refunds. In fact, Innovation Refunds has already completed over 17,000 returns for a lot of businesses, just like yours. There's construction and retail restaurants bars hotels so small business owners have been told by their cpa that they wouldn't qualify because their business didn't lose money during the pandemic has this happened to you and if so get a second opinion from innovation refunds but you go to get refunds.com to start the process it's going to take less than 10 minutes and you could be on your way to receiving money for your business no upfront charge they don't get paid unless you get paid Innovation refunds has already helped clients claim over $5 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. To get started, go to GetRefunds.com or download the app from the App Store today. That's GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app
6: terms and conditions apply
2: it is getting that time of the year it's miller time you don't need a watch or a clock to tell you it's miller time weather gets a little bit warmer all of a sudden the beer gets a little colder
3: it's beer cracking
2: season it it, whoa okay i don't know if it says that on the calendar it's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most it's a light beer that tastes like beer that's why i reach for a miller light And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer
1: calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: They say good things come to those who wait. Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. Takes no time at all to set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Jason Jackson set to uh, join us. Uh, See he uh, with us, uh, Pauly? About two minutes. Okay, we'll talk
0: to the uh, play-by-play voice for the Miami Heat. So the poll question we're going to go with is... I threw up, uh, literally, um, <laughs> best team in the NBA playoffs right now just based off the statement you just made about the Celtics are the best team right now. The most talented team in the NBA. Best team in the NBA playoffs uh, right now is Celtics, Heat, Nuggets, Lakers. Okay. Well, the Celtics are the most talented team. That right. mean they're the best team. Right now early voting 70% have the Nuggets. <laughs>
2: Well, they might be the best team, the way they're playing, but the most talented team is the Celtics. Your Celtics are actually last They're not right my now. Celtics. They're literally your Celtics. They're not my Celtics. They're the last. Team. Yeah. They're losing to an eighth-seeded Miami Heat team seat. That's, I mean, we're talking <laughs> about an eight seed here. <laughs> Scrappy Miami Heat team. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're not an eighth-seed. They probably were an underachieving team during the regular season that the reason why they're an eighth seed. This guy would know all about it. Jason Jackson Jr., the third, Miami Heat, play-by-play voice. What were you expecting last night in Boston with your Miami Heat?
5: Oh, my father's rolling in his <laughs> grave right now. This is so sad. Uh, listen, the, the, of, of the 19 seasons that I've covered this team, this is the most one-off experience that I've ever had. In the sense of, here's a team that just... Missed the NBA Finals by a Jimmy Butler. Missed three. I mean, this is far off to the right. Yeah. I mean, that was it. And the entire team, for the most part, outside of P.J. Tucker, was brought back. And so you assume, at the very least, somewhere between one through four. Like, you're just taking consideration, other teams are going to be better. Other teams are not. There's going to be some shifting. That's probably about it. And then a Yurt 7, an Omer Yurt 7 ankle. All the way through, uh, Jimmy Butler and management on his body. Uh, Kyle Lowry playing way too many minutes early because of the management on Jimmy's body. To everybody having some sort of time spent out. All of a sudden, the Miami Heat is the team that's missed the most games due to injury. Which it's not a headline for the Heat because the Heat don't want that to be a headline. But that's a real Availability is a that's a real thing. Yeah. And then some some bad losses. I'll, I'll admit that along the way. Some I mean, just some terrible home losses here and there. But then, as what happens, I think with any team that has that type of chemistry, uh, the desire to get back to where they were, if not trying to get beyond that, uh, it, it, it just got better, Dan, along the way. And fortunately, this team is playing its best basketball at the right time. The team didn't win more than three games in a row. All season long, yeah, and now it's just rolling.
2: Okay, explain to us who Jimmy Butler is. <laughs> Can you explain who Jimmy Butler is?
5: It, I've, I've tried to figure it out now in four years because I'm wonder I'm like, is Jimmy complex, or is he just super simple? All he ever talks about is one guard somebody. It's very Tomball, Texas, right? Very, very. Outside of Houston mentality. We're not gonna talk about defensive schemes, we're not gonna talk about rotations, we're not gonna about, you know, help the helper guard somebody. And then on the other end, he talks about playing the right way, which we've heard forever. But for him, it's not necessarily a 30 plus point night. It's what ended up happening as well. Six guys in double figures. And him looking and feeling out the defense first helping out other guys build their confidence so when you need big shots late, guys aren't being called upon to do something they're not comfortable doing. And, and that's how he'd rather play. And, he, and, Dan, he doesn't need us. That's the other thing. He can't stand. Let me, and it's not like this faux lack of desire to get on a microphone. It is a pure, I think, disdain for, for having to do it. And that's part of this era, by the way. They're going to get a lot of this going forward as you and I play the second nine. Yeah, of our of our careers, uh, I think more and more because of social media and guys ability to have when you make 40 million dollars a year, you can have some staff and you can get out whatever you want. So if you want to sell coffee, you don't need to come on the Dan Patrick show to sell your coffee. You can. But is he a too.
2: tough guy to play with? If you look at what no. happened in Philly, in Minnesota, yeah. in Chicago, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer on his fourth team right. and he plays at a high level. I just wonder what happened with these other stops, and is that going to happen in Miami?
5: You can't be tougher than the experience in Miami, simply because there's just too much certainty. 27 years of Pat Riley as the president, uh, 35 years of the same family, the Arisons owning the team, Uh, Eric Spolstra in his 15th season as the head coach is in his 27th season in the organization, I've been a broadcaster for this team for almost 20 years, and I'm still not senior. You know, I mean? so it's, yeah. It, there's just way too much certainty in the organization everywhere around to be tougher than what the organization calls for. And I think that's finally a thriving moment for him.
2: I'm looking at the roster, and, and there's a great quote, being bad in the NBA is a choice. Talent is everywhere with the right eye and that is Pat Riley. You got oh, yeah. Caleb Martin undrafted, Max Struess undrafted, Gabe Vincent undrafted, Duncan Robinson undrafted. You got Bam 14th overall, Tyler Hero 13th pick, Kevin Love on his last leg, Udonis Haslam on the bench. I mean, you're, you're looking at this and you're going, it doesn't make sense. I, I just said that I thought the Celtics had the most talented team left in the playoffs. And and then you're watching the second half, and you're going, "Wait, which team was the eighth seed, and which team was the you know one of the best teams in the East?" Hard to explain sometimes.
5: If you just take that next look under the dermis, is that, and and we've known this about Pat Riley as an executive for almost thirty years now, is that he'd rather have somebody that either one has experience or two has something to prove. That he had. Listen, you have to have stars. You have to have guys that are blue chip and along the way he's had several cats that have been picked rather high. But sometimes he goes and gets them from other teams too. And so by trading and using uh free agency and the buyout market, he doesn't mind. the I think what Pat has enjoyed the most, and then this entire front office with Andy Ellisberg and Adam Simon, is it's the flexibility on the roster. Like don't lock yourself in all the way down to Player 17. I mean, they, and they worry about the, the two ways now, uh, at a high level because what they're doing is we'll develop someone, first of all, financially sound, yeah. right? You're not locked into a number. We'll develop someone over two to four years rather than having somebody that has to get in here. And in year three, if they're not already a star and people are trying to run you out of town. And that combination has worked. So when you look at this roster, yeah, you still got lottery picks like Bam. And, uh, and Tyler in the mix. But like you said, I mean, Jimmy was the last pick in the first round yeah. in his draft.
2: Can right Tyler, back. is there any possibility he could yeah. play in the Eastern Conference Finals?
5: From a date standpoint, from the press release to the actual date, he could play in Game 7. But then you know, it's like, you know, back in the day when you used to, you know, come down Avon Mountain into the valley yeah. there in Connecticut. Yeah. And you're, you're reaching.
2: And I'm teaching.
5: Yeah, that's how it used to work, baby. I mean, you're, that yeah. jab step was sick, boy. They don't you understand. saw it. You saw it. They don't understand how a Dayton fly. They saw it. don't know. You they saw it. Know. Preach. But Preach. Yeah, Preach. don't know. Preach. But you, but you can't come in there trying to get your win when you didn't play for a couple of weeks, right? Like, that's you true. Can't, you yeah, can't that's do true. it. True. That's true. And even though, you know, he's a young fella and he can score on all three levels and he, it, you 20 points a night. You're not going to just shove that away. He hasn't done any dribbling or shooting yet. Um, The great thing about, if there is a great thing about breaking your hand, (laughs) it is that you can do other stuff, but you're doing it on a bike. You're not doing it at game level. Uh, I think if this team is blessed to to head to the finals, I think that's more realistic than if there is a game seven.
2: Great to talk to you as always.
5: Man, this is the the mere fact that the Miami Heat put me back in position.
2: I know. to
5: To get Fritz. On an email, yeah, to get you, yeah, to, to just dedicate yourself to service the way that you do. I do, yes, I do, yeah, serve it, yeah, my man. Uh,
2: who's picking out the suits? By the way, Is that uh, Craig Sager's leftovers that you're wearing? No, you know better
5: than that. Uh, I don't. I don't spend a great deal of money on anything other than retirement <laughs> fund, because uh, I'm gonna be at sea. You understand that I am a. Oh, you are. Okay. A seaman, yes, I am a, okay. a. A man of the sea, and I'm looking forward to the twilight of my life out on the ocean. And so I just I'm, in a I'm boat. Double uh, in a boat. Yes, oh, yes, okay. yes. Yeah, I didn't yes. know.
2: I didn't know. Oh.
5: Uh, <laughs> my golf game has not gotten any better over 25 years, so I I turn to the ocean now. Uh, but I will spend some change. Okay. At the haberdashery, you know, <laughs> and you know better. Don't, don't you try to make no, no,
2: so. no, no. You're bringing it. Absolutely, you Come are. On, you're bringing it.
5: If my listen, you see where that hairline went. Yeah. So I might as well keep you know my inseam tight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if the Heat advance, we'll talk to you next week. I can't wait. All right, go back Love to me. bed. You're the best, Jason right Jackson there. Jr. III. He's uh, Miami Heat play-by-play voice. And I don't know what's going on in that hotel room. No <laughs> lights on. It was just dark. Blair Witch Project. Yeah, <laughs> had that
0: look to it. It did. He, he, it, like, yeah. Light
3: up on his head. <sighs> <sighs> I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, Paul. That may have been my worst movie experience compared to what I was expecting going in. You know what? Remember that when movie Blair Witch Project, for those who don't know, is like this indie scary movie, 15 years ago.
2: Well, it was treated as if it was a documentary. Yeah. Yes, but it, but it, it was just well done.
3: Oh, it was, it was well done.
2: Oh, you didn't like Blair Witch at
3: all. That was one of the least scary scary movies I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Borderline annoying.
2: Okay. Anybody uh, else have that reaction? I one? thought it was awesome. Yeah, I did too. Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah.
3: Do you think I got too built up? Like definitely. Yeah.
2: Oh, you can. I
0: mean, that that happens all the time when somebody goes, "You got to see it." And then was, you go, okay, I'll see it. It was just so creative, too, just the way that they did it. You know, the whole idea of finding these tapes and it's just unedited. You know, um, I liked super it. Super creative. I liked it. Yeah, thought it was. You, you, Todd didn't see it. I know then.
4: I did not
3: see the yeah, Blair Witch. Project. Of course you didn't. It was Blair Witch Project Four on no. Cinemax. No,
2: if it was <laughs> Selma Blair Witch
0: Project, <laughs> that's a different story. Like,
2: okay, all right, I'll watch that. And it's like
0: W H I C H, which. Witch. Yeah. <laughs> Like, there you go. <laughs> oh, hey now. There
4: you go. like discovering Blair <laughs> Yeah. Okay, what does
0: that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Selma
2: Blair. Uh, a couple of phone calls here. Uh, let's see. Doug in North Carolina. Good morning, Doug. How are you?
1: Well, this is not why
5: I was calling, but I, I threw up and got sick after watching the Blair Wish pro- uh, project in a movie theater. It really, I, don't, I was reaching for drama mean almost in watching that. But I was, mm-hmm. I was calling to give you a hot take on golf. I think it's time that the PGA Championship is no longer considered a major. Maybe you replace it uh, with the TPC in Florida. But because when they moved it from the summer, it used to be their identity was it's the last chance of glory. What, what is its identity now? The Masters, it's the course. The U.S. Open, it's the challenge. The British Open, it's the history. The PGA Championship doesn't seem to have an identity, and I just think the fact that we haven't talked about it this week, I think it's time to change it and find a new fourth major. All right.
2: Thank you, Doug. Yeah, it sort of got lost, because it used to be at the end of the golf year this summer, and you'd have the PGA Championship. Like, if you didn't win a major, you got one more chance, it'd be the PGA Championship. And we've seen... More random winners, I think, with the PGA Championship than we have with the other events. But it's at a great golf course. It's just, uh, you know, maybe gets a little bit lost. NBA Finals, Stanley Cup, playoffs going on. There's always football going on. And it's sort of kind of tucked in there. Yes, Pauline?
3: Yeah, the Masters is in April. Now the PGA is in May. The U.S. Open in June, like usual, generally. And the British Open is July. The PGA should be after that. Isn't the ma- big problem with the PGA the title? The PGA Championship sounds very generic and benign. It's not cool. It needs a name like, if you called it the Wanamaker, is that the trophy? Yeah. If you called it the Wanamaker Open. Mm-hmm.
0: I, it's a better name. If, yeah, It's a better name. Because it's mysterious. Yeah. What is that about? You know,
3: the PGA
2: the, Championship sounds like it could be the professional, like the, the uh, teaching pros, the yeah. PGA yeah. Professionals of America.
3: It needs a cool name. Mm. Oh, no. Yes, Tom.
4: No, my son thought the Players Championship was a major because that's actually even a cooler name than the PGA Championship.
2: No, that's that's the uh, the fifth major, as they like to say. There you go. All right. Shannon in Indiana. Hi, Shannon. What's on your mind today?
0: Morning,
6: BP. Morning, Dan
0: Epps. I uh, hope you all are having a good day. Thanks we, yes, we call. are. Thank you. All righty. Um, yeah, with, with uh, all this going on, um,
2: And there you go. It's true. Yeah. It is it's, true. With all of this yeah. going on. Think about that. Dot, 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 dot. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Man, that is. What do you think
2: Shannon and Indiana was going to say there? With all this stuff going on.
0: Right. What was he? Mm. What was the end of that? Mm. So with all this going on,
2: mm. mm-hmm. what is
3: this? Is the NBA playoffs? <sighs> Let's start there.
2: It could have been the
0: frost at the PGA Championship. Right. It could Stanley have been. Cup?
3: Oh, global warming?
0: Something. I don't know could be, you know, with all this going on, I'm just glad to have you guys doing this oh, show. Oh, okay. So you guys have gotten me okay, through a lot. Okay, got through, yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: Yes, Todd? With all this stuff going on, we're not giving any attention to Djokovic losing to that 20-year-old for like the second time. Maybe he wants to get a little tennis in there. Mm. Djokovic was upset recently.
2: Mm. And upset.
4: Upset that he lost. Yeah. Kid, very up-
2: yeah, very upset. Uh, City Boy in uh, Lake Tahoe. Hi, City Boy.
4: Good morning, Mr. Patrick.
2: Hi, City Boy good morning good morning
1: you hear me yeah good morning uh first time long time i've been listening since um when remember
4: the mothership used to uh make you uh, start honoring your commercial breaks way back in the day okay yeah anyway, anyway talking about the joker and i just <laughs> like you were talking about the other day i had never really followed the joker too much and um i think without question mvp uh, for this year based on what I was saying against him and Embiid. I'd like to see what your thoughts were on that.
2: Well, it's over. It was the regular season.
3: <laughs> Let's call it my great a month ago.
2: I mean, he could win the MVP if he wins the NBA Finals, but, uh, yeah, the voting's already over. And, you know, sometimes we'll look at what happens to an MVP when he gets to the playoffs, and therefore, Joe Allen and bows out. You know, this whole what happened with the 76ers I find interesting. We'll, we'll take a break. I'm going to talk about this. Daryl Morey, the GM, he was the one who fired Doc Rivers. But Joel Embiid loves Doc Rivers. Do you go to Joel Embiid and say, hey, I'm doing this? Do you go to Joel Embiid and saying, what do you think about this? Like the etiquette of talking to a star player if you're going to make a change. More phone calls coming up. We'll take a break. We're back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
6: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get
1: your podcast. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini
2: America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. and so many more. And you got Panini Instant cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as draft night instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show.
1: Oh my god. The play,
2: the play's play. of the day.
1: The left side, got it! Playing and playing. This is the play of the day.
4: Check this out.
5: Three left on the shot clock. He elevates for three. Leaned in and bounced up and in. Jimmy Butler has lost his mind. 34 points. Two of four from the land of milk
6: and honey.
2: That's courtesy of 790, the ticket. Miami Heat Radio Network. Jason Jackson with the call. Butler finished with 35. He scored 35 or more 13 times in the playoffs as a member of the Miami Heat. That's one shy of Dwayne Wade's franchise record. That's your play of the day. Brought to you by the great folks at McGuire's. Their new hybrid ceramic tire shine. Renews dull tires by darkening the appearance, adding long-lasting high gloss, and keeping it shining even when exposed to water. Give Meguiar's hybrid ceramic tire shine a try. Meguiar's reflect your passion. Doc Rivers was fired yesterday. And Daryl Morey, the Sixers general manager met with the media yesterday and he talked about moving forward, whose decision it was and how Joel Embiid took the news that Doc had been fired.
3: I think it's natural to be very close with the people in the locker room. He is very close with Coach Rivers. Yeah, he was shocked about the change and it's my job to uh, help convince him that the new coach is someone that he'll have a great relationship with as well.
2: When do you run it by Joel B? Do you run it by him after you've made the decision or before? Do you give him a heads up that you're going to fire Doc Rivers? Do you allow him to have a say in this? Because he does love Doc Rivers. At what point, if you're in the front office, do you go to your star player or players and say, we're thinking of doing this? Because it sounds like Matt Ishbia with the Phoenix Suns at least conferred with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant about firing Monty Williams and that they were okay with this. Uh, I don't know what happened in Milwaukee, Mike Budenholzer, but, you know, these are these are good teams, good situations. And then Doc Rivers, you're going to move on from him and uh, – Daryl Morey said, look, I, I pulled the trigger. I made the call. I fired Doc Rivers. He was my recommendation, and I decided that I, we were going to move on from him. But I don't know at what point, and it's a, you know, it's a dangerous precedent when you're going to go to somebody and say, hey, what do you think? I think if you're helping the team deferring money, like Tom Brady, it felt like he should have been in at least conversations. Now, how many other – Patrick Mahomes – Right, couple of rings, deferring money, going to help you out. Do you go to him? When do you go to him? What happens if you say, hey, at some point, we're going to have to release Travis Kelsey? Hey, it just doesn't make sense. Or we want to bring in this offensive lineman. What do you think? Like, At what point do you then, or do you it at all? Because once again, if you go down that road and you go, hey, we're thinking about, or what do you think about doing this? Yeah, Mark.
4: Is it when you start winning rings is when they start asking you, what do you think about this, rather than, hey, I know you're the MVP, but you're just the MVP.
2: Well, you know, Deshaun Watson had input in Houston after his, what, second year, which was crazy for the coaching search. Remember he was upset that they didn't bring in Eric Bien-Ami? and And that started the rift or, you know, added to the rift between those two. I just think you, you know, remember the Packers? Did they talk to Aaron Rodgers about what he wanted them to do in the draft? And then all of a sudden, it's like uh, we're drafting your replacement. You know, it's not like you go, "Hey, Aaron, come here." Um, if Jordan loves available, we're going to take him in the first round. How do you think that conversation would have gone over? Probably not too well.
3: Yeah, Paul. It seems like you get got to pick the least awkward situation because if Daryl Morey goes to Joel Embiid, hey, I just want to give you. Uh run this by you we're thinking about firing doc rivers and he goes no 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 then you have a real situation if it's awkward if you give him a heads up we're firing doc rivers in an hour i want to let you know before the media knows before anybody knows this is our decision i want to make sure you're included beforehand but not no input that, yes that's less i think that's less dangerous
0: yes Eden. why is it such a like taboo thought of owners and gms having like open communication with players about whether it's the coach being hired or fired or what players they might bring in or things like that?
2: Well, at what age do I bring you into the conversation? If you're 20, like Joe Burrow's, what, 25? Do I bring him into the conversation of this is what we're going to Hey, we're not going to take an offensive lineman. We're going to take your teammate from LSU. Or we're not going to take your teammate from LSU. We're going to take an offensive lineman i I don't know what that sliding scale is where you go, all right, you've earned the right to have a seat at the big boy
0: table, so i I don't know I mean I, I would think that you would want someone's input depending on who the player is, on their teammates. I don't know can you play with this guy or not? Why does a scout have to say yes, they will play together?
2: Okay, but if I get input, that's different. I still have to make the decision like I'll respect yeah. your input. But I have to make, you know, a decision.
0: I can't give you veto power
2: as a star player.
0: Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Right? Well, I mean, I feel like some players would have that, like Steph Curry should. Steph Curry should have veto power. Hell no. Not that dude. No way. LeBron James absolutely should.
3: He he actually starts the conversation. He calls the GM. I'm going to give you a heads up. Here's who I'm bringing in. Yeah, I'm
2: bringing in Russell Westbrook. Just want to give you a heads up here. Yes, Todd.
4: But a sensitive player might have it like, "Oh, you respect me enough to just kind of include me and in looking for my ideas." But ultimately, you're going to do what you want anyway. So, you know, why I would, even
2: bother? I would want to give you a heads up, but I would also, if you're going to ask Joe Burrow, "Hey, you played against this guy. What do you think of him? Hey, he played on your team at LSU. What do you think?" Then I, I would be crazy not to consider that. I just, if you went to Aaron Rodgers and you said, "Look, we're going to cut your good buddy David Bakhtiari." Aaron Rodgers might fight for him to stay on the roster because he's his buddy. And it might not be the right decision. I remember Michael Jordan, when he first started with the Bulls, he wanted to bring in players that management said, no, we're not bringing in Walter Davis. Walter Davis is old. He's got bad knees. Uh, You know, Mike wanted to keep Charles Oakley.
0: And they're like, no, we're not keeping Charles Oakley. Yes, he but say say Aaron Rodgers and you go to him and say, We're gonna get rid of David Bakhtiari and he fights for him. And yeah. then they say, Well, we're doing it anyway. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna be upset. Yeah. Yeah. Or they could just cut David Bakhtiari without giving him any heads up whatsoever and he's gonna be upset.
2: Well, no I mean, I, either way it's... I could give him a heads up that we're gonna fire or we're gonna cut David Bakhtiari. Okay, what's worse? I don't run it by you or I
0: do run it by you and then we cut your your friend. I would say with a guy like Aaron Rodgers, clearly not giving him a heads-up is way worse. yeah, Infinitely worse. I would think that
2: star players earn that, a heads-up. Joe Embiid is probably not too pleased with Daryl Morey for firing Doc Rivers. But that's where Daryl Morey has got to smooth this over and say, no, no, we're going to get the right coach for you to take you to the next level. Hour two coming up. More phone calls.
6: Update on the PGA Championship.